Hello, and thank you for downloading um, the latest Leeds Book Club whoa, podcast. Whoa, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you there. Hello, my name's Jess, I'm from the Travelling Suitcase Library. We are joined today by the Travelling Suitcase <laughs> Library, whose dulcet tones you will no doubt recognise because it's Book Elf. Hello. Who is one of the founding fathers of Leeds Book Club <laughs> anyway? <laughs> So, Neve, I, I understand you are having a World Book Night event. Yes, I am. Uh, in fact, I, I believe I might have heard that you're also having a World Book well, Night. Would you look at that? World Book Night is this night that started last year and is now this international event that's in America and Germany and good luck to you. Um, and this year, um, I will be having an event where I'll be giving away Can Capture the Castle which I believe is a fantastic book, but I've, I've yet to read. Hopefully I'll be able to grab a copy of you. You, you wish, because you will Yeah, well, of course, you'll be far too busy down at the LBC Mothership, which the, uh, is Arcadia Pub. Arcadia. Yeah, it's also birth So I believe you'll be giving away... Uh, the Player of Games by um, Ian M. Banks. Yeah. So, um, so what else is, is available on the uh, World Book Night list? Well, I mean, I, I, if you've got the time, like, <laughs> you know. Um, one of the very first books that I saw to be part of the 2012 selection was Pride and Prejudice. It is a truth universally acknowledged that every 12-year-old girl in possession of a good library must not be in want of this book. Okay, stop. You're not a piano. No, really, really. Stop. Stop now. Okay, this is going to go on for a little while. <laughs> um, other books. So, yes, yeah, so, so sorry. Um, that would be Pride and Prejudice. That's available for World Book Night. And I'm giving away The Player of Games, which... Um, I read 10 years ago, right after I met my honey, and he lent it to me. It was the first of the culture books that I'd read, and I'm so excited to give it away. I just think it's good for science fiction. You totally just dropped that into the box there, by the way. Um, it's a great introduction to the science fiction, but he's also such a ver versatile um, you know, author that he writes so many different types of books. I can't wait. Do you know anything about um, Sleepyhead? I know nothing about Mark, Mark Billingham's Sleepyhead. I know nothing about Mark Billingham. I know that it's the first in the Tom... Thorn thriller series because it's written I on the cover. This but. is the Lee, this is the Lee Child of this year. Um, Lee Child last year gave away, I believe it was called something like Sixty One Hours, or at least that's one of the books in the Lee Child series. Yeah. I don't know. They all look the same. They, 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 there is a strange there uniformality a, covering. These, these really, isn't there? Um, much as I, I've never even heard of Mark Billingham, good luck to him. I'm sure it's a lovely book. Um, a Notes in Small Islands by Bill Bryson. I've read some Bill Bryson, actually. I love Bill Bryson. I He's love the way he writes. He has the best His, his description of Yorkshire just stays with me. He's described the Malin Wave, which was where somebody's driving down the road and they let you walk over with your thousands of dogs because you're in Malin and you've got thousands of dogs over the road and they just lift the little finger off the steering wheel and that's the Malin Wave and that's the only acknowledgement you'll ever get of these people and I grew up in North Yorkshire and I can tell you now it's true 
It, that's, that's actually that's actually true. Um, well, the little the little finger thing is true. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that that's true. That's what you need to learn about Yorkshire. There's a little finger wave, <laughs> but you've got to be careful because there are several, and if you get it wrong, it. it <laughs> Yeah, badness ensues. Um, one of the other books, again, one of my favourite books. I was so torn with the selection because I wasn't a giver last I year, but you were. And I know you had real problems picking the yeah. book that you wanted to give this away because there were so did. many. This book, I could easily be giving out The Alchemist by um, Paolo Colo. I, it is one of my absolute favourite books. If you want a book that you can read as an adult that says, sometimes, don't you wish magic was real? this is that book but it's also so intelligent and it's mm. so well written and it's got this amazing characters and oh but that I don't like that cover the cover that I had on my I, copy I, of The Alchemist was way nicer than that one honest, I don't like several of the covers on this world book night well, although I have to say the next book that we're looking at Martina, Martina Cole's Cole. The Take right, basically Martina Cole yeah, to Lisa who is my girl who gave that blowjob on that film um, <laughs> who also you know she's like on, on, on Britain's Got Talent she is or not whatever. on Britain's Got Talent she's an X Factor um, this is did you just cross your arms like X for X Factor I didn't I actually raised my right arm in a Talisa salute because she's my girl oh and then your left arm just happened yeah. to trans oh yeah, yeah. anyway to Maria Cole writes these like proper gangster shit set in East London well I've tried reading one but it had like Cockney speak I've read and one and I couldn't understand a word of it my, my accent that I just was doing then obviously I can't do any accents at all because mm. um, you sounded like Ali G's bastard Jamaican child yeah my Julie um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Martina Cole I've read half of one of her books and it scared the shit out of me so good luck to people reading this book but they're hugely popular oh, aren't they popular. well they all are aren't they the crime it's like the Ginny Cooper and people always ask me no, why no, I don't Ginny read Cooper's them and I'm kind of like no Ginny but they make me blush Ginny Cooper was the first time cunnilingus on a piano oh oh now I'm thinking of Rowan Atkinson <laughs> singing <laughs> seeing that doing? like what is it He's, there's some song somebody at work <laughs> showed me no it was, it was basically there's a song that instead of being like cunnilingus was kind of lingers and it's Rowan Atkinson that sings it's this Rowan song Rowan Atkinson let's move on to Bernard Cole anyhow Harlequin how much do you love the word Harlequin I love that word I love Bernard Cornwall's books I love the Arthur series I love Sharp I would not have chosen this book as a World Book Night book if I was honest if I was going to be honest the first the Bernard Cornwall book I'd choose would be The Winter King which is the first in his Arthur series of three books which is mm. fantastic the Harlequin series is brilliant it's about set in the um, time of the Hundred Years War and it is fantastic but it's not Bernard Cornwall that is best but I suppose if you've started with this one yeah, and then you then move on. on to something else. Yeah, but you want to read the series, don't you? It's like they did with the, the, well, the Shard books last year. Anyway, Roald Dahl, obviously, you oh. should find this book and treasure Everybody, it. And Everybody, and once you get it, you never give it away again for the rest of your life. My father took my copy of The, the Big Friendly Giant and lent it to a teacher at his school. Twelve years later, when we got back from Zimbabwe, I asked him whether he was going to get that book back from the teacher, and my dad said, let it go, Neve, move on. It's it's time now. But that is how passionately I feel about Roald Dahl. And this one, I can tell from the cover, has the story of the lighters. <laughs> has it got the story of the leg of lamb on it? Yes, I think it's got it's the one with the leg of lamb and it's the one with the lighter and I think it's also the one with the antique table. You know how the Roald Dahl's children's stories were weird and creepy. This is Roald Dahl for adults, so if you can imagine like Hollywood, but like Hollywood, Hollyoaks, Hollyoaks, like eleven o'clock on E four when it used to be the one where they had sex and the naughty bits. This is like a good version of that, but in fiction. So you should read this book. But the but it's Roald Dahl. Why would you not want to read Roald Dahl? 
I mean, the next book that's up on the list is a pretty divisive one because, <laughs> let's face it, it was the best of times <laughs> and it was the worst of times. Charles Dickens' Greatest Expectations, my entire... It's the tale of two cities! Oh my God, oh, you just called it Great Charles Expectations. Dickens, the one that's not Great Expectations. Dolls chickens, you say? Dolls chickens. Um, right, when I saw this Great ex- not Great Expectations, a tale, tale of, of two cities. cities on the list, I thought, my instant thought, I'm going to be honest, was... Oh why yeah, that this one? is going to make people want to read for pleasure, isn't why it? A massive book in a tiny type. Like, yay, let's But it's let's so political that. and it's so relevant it's for nowadays. For it sake. is brilliant. But it, I, if I were picking a Dickens, this isn't necessarily no. his most accessible. Yeah. And why I do love Christmas Dickens. Carol? I mean, like, well, yeah, we read Carol? The Christmas Carol for the Leeds Book Club Christmas thing. But there's also, I mean, Oliver Twist. It's a classic for a reason. Everyone sings the first. And I mean, if you can sing along while you're reading an incredibly harrowing book about workhouse London, then I mean, you're onto a winner. (laughs) What am I saying? With relationships and racism. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, it's actually it's actually quite terrifying when you think about it. Not as terrifying. But the French Revolution, where they are knitting the names of the people who are going to be beheaded. Spoilers. The next one is the Room next, by right, Emma Donoghue. I'm going to be honest. If this was a white cover with a swirly font saying Daddy's Little Secret with a trying child's <laughs> face on it, which it basically is, would it have really claimed the orange prize? No. I, I have bought this book I have bought to this read book. this book, yeah. then discovered I'd already read this book and promptly forgot everything about it. I've never read this book, I'm going to be honest. I just work in a library where this book gets taken out every two seconds because it's about child Having abuse. said that, and yes, I mean, I know it has got one of those daddy, please stop, you know, sort of It's a brilliant lines. book, it is. But it was, a, it was a Man Booker nominee. She is she is a phenomenal control yeah. of language. I just fe- felt like it was a little bit kind of like, I'm writing a sensational book yeah. and this yeah, is how I it agree. should be written. There's nothing wrong with that except it was a little bit Mm, I agree. Vulgar, yeah. given the topic that Daphne it's covering. Um, oh I, my god! And then you move on to Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier, yeah, and that's I, just. <laughs> if, read, if there, if there is such a thing as high literature, I, I think du Maurier is, is it. This is my second choice. I love Rebecca. I read this book, I think, the first time when I was about seventeen, eighteen, and just the horror, the subtlety of the horror that it contains is it, it blows me away every time I reread it. And I reread for it me, it was the way she the, the gauntlet of emotions mm. Rebecca was the first time because I, re- I read her quite young in life mm. I read that story particularly young I think I followed it up with The French Lieutenant's Woman I which confused the hell out of me I was like 11, it was a no, little too no, young that's too young <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I, rem- I remember reading Rebecca and it was the first time that a female fictional character that mm. I was reading was allowed to experience all the negative emotions mm. as well as the positive ones and I, I honestly think you know, it was programs like My So-Called Life and Freaks and Geeks. They taught me how to visualise how I felt. Mm. But it was books like Rebecca that taught me how much I could feel about mm. everything. Mm. I just think, if you're giving this book out, then fair dues to you. Because yeah. I think this is an, an, a gift to anybody who receives it. I just think it's one of like one of the best books of the selection, I would say, so far, yeah. anyway. Um, my third choice um, was the. This was the my time. second choice, really? actually. It's yeah, my book. third choice was um, "Let the Right One In," but this mm. was my second choice, just because 
<laughs> well, I mean, I watched the film. And oh I no, was no, 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 no! You see, I didn't. I read I the book first. I read the book. For and university. when I read the book, you get so much more from the book than from the film. If and, you oh. if you have been watching Downton Abbey recently, and let's face it, if you you're in this country, watching Downton Abbey recently, um, this is like the Butler's story, but twenty years on. So it's after the Second World War. And it's the story of the butler. <laughs> and he's looking back before the war and his life there as the butler in the same house, and but with different people owning the house. And um, it's it's a beautiful book. It's really sad. Um, parts of this book will, uh, will actually make, will make, you, make, you, cry. make you cry. Will um, actually make you cry. And the, the writer wrote, um, oh God. Never Let Me Go. Yes, which is the last book. We've, I think cry. we've actually both done a review yeah, on that yeah, on the blog. Which is and a gorgeous book. And I'm, I've still not seen the film. I'm, I'm like, I'm fearful of seeing it, but I, but I really want to watch it. But I'm fearful of seeing it just because I got so much out of the book. Are you as fearful as when you watch Misery by Stephen King? Well, see, now this is one that I actually did the right way around, um, because I was a, I used to volunteer at our local library in in Bulawayo, and um, one of the women there, she kind of like decided what my reading list was going to be. A little bit like how what you do when mm. you've got the Travelling Secrets Library, and somebody goes, "Tell me what to read," and I you sort this, of go, "This, this it. is it." Um, she used to do that and she was kind of she kept telling me that I was building up to King that kind of thing the yeah. first King um, novel or novellas that I ever read were the different seasons which are fantastic but then she moved me on to Misery and she always told me I shouldn't bother with his like pure horror but like the psychological horror that I would enjoy those and she was actually quite right I like about two thirds of the Stephen King books but the straight horror not so much this one's brilliant read the book scared the snot out of me I watched the film there's Kathy Bates with an axe I mean life just doesn't get any better than this if you want a like a pure spine tingling thriller you cannot do better than King and this is one of his best and I think in terms of like the acceptance of World Book Night and what it means for the future and everything I think having Stephen King go I think this is a good idea mm. it's like Gaiman on Twitter mm. this is a huge author and he's not giving one of those books that you know has run it's run out of steam he's giving one of those books that consistently is on one of you know top selling lists year in year out and I think it just legitimises so much the whole thing the whole mm. night and I think it's fantastic Sophie Kinsella, The Secret Dream World of a Shopaholic. Right. I'm quite curious about it because I've, I've read the first book and seen the <sighs> film, which had a fantastic soundtrack, but was a pretty shoddy film. film. Well, I loved him and I loved her and I loved her best friend, but I actually found the film to be a bit weak. Oh, I love the film. But I love the soundtrack. The Secret Dream World of the Shopaholic, the first in the Shopaholic series, is... Um, is this the first one? Yes, because it was published first as Secret Dream World of the Shopaholic and, and then, then became The Secret Life. Confessions, oh, of, Confessions Shopper, of Shopper, which became of the film. Yeah. Um, this is one of those books where, like, Chicklet gets a lot of stick, and I am a great defender of Chicklet because Chicklet was the thing that got me into reading a lot. Like, I'm not talking like reading, like, you know, oh, I love it. I'm talking like reading two books a week because it's the sort of book that you can practice your speed reading on and that you can easily eat. And this is the sort of book that I would have ate ten years ago. Because mm. um, I, I, my relationship with, with Chicklet is a little bit more complicated. Oh. Because on the one hand, after reading something like We Need to Talk About Kevin, I read eight Anne of Green Gables books. It was like <laughs> I needed eight Anne of Green Gables books to, get you to clean my mouth that was. after the <laughs> bigoted nonsense that was. Oh, that well, 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 we this is not that podcast. This is not that podcast. However, I disagree with you completely on this one. But I like Chicklet 
it, it's like I feel like chiclet has its place but I like for chiclet to be identified so that I can avoid it when I'm not in that mood well, this is what it, and this is one of those things where I find a book like this creeps under the, the radar well, for me because I read it chiclet. thinking that it was young adult no this is classic classic but it's chiclet. just a well written book it's like that's the point jingle, jingle, see this is what I was going to say it's just like it's like Bridget Jones's diary Bridget which has so many detractors and I think it's absolutely fantastic I don't think that it deserves to be called chick lit I just think it's a, a book written for women and it's what's wrong with that you, you know but I'm not a chicklet. I, I love this book. I think that um, the series in general... I oh, I love the girl with the green scarf. <laughs> the series in general I can't personally um, identify with, but if you were a woman seven years ago and you had more than three store cards, you should read this book and go, if you oh my God, totally thought it was okay now, so to we take a weekend off to go and watch the Sex and the City movie, this is a book for you. Yeah, but... Right, also, anyway. if you could um, afford Small Island, to do that. Um, Small Island is one of... I think... I have this horrible feeling that I watched Small Island because Benedict Cumberbatch was in it. I'm sorry was now. Benedict Cumberbatch? I need Small to take Island. a moment. Was Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch was never in Small Island. I think he What's might have been. RDMD that shit. Okay. Small Island is lovely. Well, I really enjoyed it. I've not read the book, but I've watched it. Book. No. You should. In fact, well, if I'm somebody will be able to pick it up, if somebody's somebody got it, has got a copy of Small Island, then I'd like to donate. If you happen to be heading down to Arcadia for the Travelling Suitcase Library's or night. to White, Books, White Swan for, for, for Leeds Book Clubs. Um, I would love a copy of that. So if you've got it, I've got it, a copy please. of that. So if you can't, then I'll just Do lend you? it to you. <laughs> and now I'm not technically allowed borrow books. But. Um, yeah, White Swan, um, set in the 1940s, just after the Second World War. It's about immigration. The first way yeah, of Yeah, he was Bernard. He was Bernard in wow. Small Island. No way. And, and I loved him. And Bernard wasn't even a character that I liked, but it's Benedict Cumberbatch. I can forgive a lot. Yeah, but for can Benedict you forgive him in Four Lions? Yeah. <laughs> Let the White One In. I think, in fact, we have a song for Let the Right One In. Do we? Oh, you're right. We do. One, two, three. I am a vampire, 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 I have lost my fangs. That's a it's it's just a great book. But if you really if you if you want, you know, like vampires but are sick of how gothy and sexy the whole thing has gotten, this is the book for you because this is about like a ten year old vampire and her ten year old best friend and honestly if it doesn't sound creepy from that description, you should just trust me. It is one of those ones that makes you want to take a shower afterwards, but in a good way. Um, then we have The Road by Cormac McCarthy. And I'm really excited about this because with White Swan Book Club, um, which obviously is held at White Swan Pub, which is where I happen to be having my World Book Night on Monday, the 23rd of April at 7pm. Um, anyway, um, we read Sutri and it was kind of a rambling, monstrous mess of a book, but we, we loved it, but it was very, it was quite heavy and hard to get through. And I've heard that this is a much more sort of lucid book I, by the same author. And I, I mean, he's a phenomenal author, so I'm really looking forward to getting I along with that I read one. The Road um, when I was sitting in the park in Burley and it was about June and I looked up at the end and I was so thankful to be alive now <laughs> rather than you know then, then when the road was set because it's a harrowing harrowing book um, but it is absolutely brilliant Time Traveller's Wife you can do it The Time Traveller's Wife is a book that is also available from World Book Night 
Maggie O'Farrell's The Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox. Right, Maggie O'Farrell, I just wanted to say, <laughs> if you want to read this book, you don't. What you do is you go to your local library or you go to your local independent bookshop and you buy or you borrow After You've Gone by Maggie O'Farrell because this is the book that will make you want to be alive. Um, if you haven't had a first date as good as the first date that's in After You've Gone, then you need to dump whoever you're with and then find me and we'll have it together because it's beautiful. Male or female? It Preferably male. Um, but and, and fit and possibly working in Dog Street Market. If he happened to be a, a billionaire. You realise um, I'm about to publish this on fine. the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, The Vanishing Out of Esme is actually a really, really, really good book. Ah, I brought the microphone! Um... <laughs> It is, it is, but you should read after you've gone first because it's lovely. I am. Um, I actually read them the other way around. I read The Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox first, and then I read After You've Gone, and I far preferred Esme. Wrong. Um, in my opinion, it's not wrong. It's just different. Yes, but that's because you're not single, and therefore John is not a possibility for you. The fictional John in After You've Gone. <laughs> no Johns are possible no, for no, me no. right now. <laughs> John's not the barman. <laughs> that's a totally different guy. <laughs> oh god, that sounds worse. Okay, anyway, anyway, Jackie I, Lighting, I would like to stress together. I would like to lead, stress that um, lead, lead. wine has been involved in the production What's of this next? podcast. Neil Gaiman. Well, there Romans. is, there is. Hang on, I would just no, like I'll to say, David song. Pierce, the Damned United. That. That's what goes with that song. The next one is Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's Good Omens. Mm. <laughs> this is one of those really weird books where. I'm going to say that thing that I hate when people say when they're talking about books, which is, if you've ever read a Neil Gaiman or a Terry Pratchett novel before, you'll love this. But that gives you no information if you've never read one of their stuff before. The only thing I can tell you is this. I breathe Neil Gaiman's writing. It makes that much sense to me. It's thoroughly fluid. Terry Pratchett... I adore the worlds that he creates and when people put them on television or into film I love them but I can't read his writing it just doesn't work with my brain this book gives me the depth of imagination and the detail of Terry Pratchett but in the the familiar form of Neil Gaiman and I just think it's fantastic this was this was on my my I think this was my my in my top five books that I wanted to give. I really agonised about whether or not I'd give this, but I I thought in the end I thought that um, you know because of Neverwhere and Stardust, mm. there's a lot of interest at the moment in Neil Gaiman, and whereas Colin somebody like Ian M. Banks, um, you know his his the interest in him is is tends to be more around when he's got books related. So I, yeah. I went for that, but I just think. I think it's fantastic. I love Neil Gaiman. I just... What can you say? Now, the next book I've not heard anything about. It's called How I Live Now by Meg Rostoff. Meg, right. She Do you, a, you yeah, know She's a YA author. She's a young adult author. She um, it, it lives... I, I work in, a, in an FE library, so I work with 16 to 19-year-olds mostly, and the girls eat this shit. Um, when God was... And by shit, you mean very well-written, yeah, it's funny... When, How I Live Now, and she's got another one about... Um, Somebody, God was a dog. I can't remember. 
Is There is no dog or something like that. Whatever. It never lives off my shelf. That's why I don't know the title, because I never see you it long enough to pick it up. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about this book. I've never read it, but I know it doesn't stay on the shelf. Um, and so if you have a, a, t- a teenager or if you're in... You know, well, whatever, but I suppose if you're an emerging reader and you want yeah. something that's going to keep your interest and, you know, but, but will also be of, of the sort of language that it's it's quite easy to read and to digest. It depends what your le- reading level is. If you... Um, no, well, give it a go. See, I find that weird because people say that to me and I know that in theory I have quite an advanced reading level because I've read, uh, you know everything that I can get my hands on in the last few years but then I you know somebody recommended the Hunger Games to me they're very much young adult entertainment but I absolutely love them and I sometimes think reminding yourself that things can be well written for a younger audience Mm. is sometimes the most fulfilling thing you can do as a reader because because there are a lot of snobs out there and I know the two of us are not literary snobs at all I mean, we've tried, but we've failed utterly. <laughs> we both ended up loving the books that we read specifically Including to hate. Touching the Void. Oh, well, yes. Well, I was dreading this. This was actually one of the Arcadia um, book club choices. And I remember kind you of going... You can come to Arcadia at, at my World Book Night event, actually, on Monday 23rd. I believe that's starting at 7. Yeah. And, and I, unless I'm mistaken, I heard some rumour that the be a buffet yes the buffet is is mostly going to be um cheese on sticks based um but if if but if you you like your cheese and sticks i have pineapple i have pickled onions so anything goes really yeah it's also got cracking beer and you can bring your dog anyway yes that that was arcadia and um and that is where we've got a book club that picked touching the void and i was dreading it because i just kind of thought look it was a tremendous thing that he did you know that, that, that the the author of this did and survived, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily an author. And it starts slow. I have to admit, mm. it does start slow. But about a quarter of the way through the books, it becomes one of those most gripping books. I think as a real life story, as the real life story book to be in World Book Night, I think it's, it's a, a really choice. good choice. And again, it happens to be one that you know because of 127 hours and the fact that a film has been made about it. You know, it's it's a very accessible. Mm book for someone to get into I'm quite glad now, there's a couple of sports books I have to I have to just sort of leave the room for a moment because I, I appreciate that the title I'm about to say is going to send you into raptures of ecstasy yes, and the next book that we're going to be looking at is I Capture the Castle oh god this book made me who I am I love this book <laughs> Cassandra is possibly my favourite heroine next to, next to Flora Post in fact I, I often write fanfic in my head where Flora Post from Cold Comfort Farm and Cassandra from I Catch the Castle meet and have long and interesting conversations together Jess I will pay you <laughs> to write that fanfiction <laughs> it'd be amazing the post out a copyright I can do it um, I Catch the Castle <laughs> was written by Dodie Smith Dodie Smith is an amazing woman I'm reading her biography at the moment and basically she was one of the original flappers and good time girls and like was just incredible and interesting and i just want to like meet her and be her um and she's she wrote still alive no 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 she's like no she died God. in the 90s shame but um um she, this book was written by her when she was living in america with her husband during the second world war uh, her husband was a conscientious conscientious objector not so an easy job had to leave the country and um she was as well she was a pacifist and she wrote this book because she missed England so much. Um, and this book just basically sums up everything that you is now fashionable in the world in a world in a vintage styley. If you like wearing like tea dresses from the thirties 
and lavender perfume and fur and listening to jazz music and wearing one and a half inch heels and wearing silk underwear and dyeing things and running naked in the woods and tea parties and eating nothing but ham and um, teapots and biscuits and sitting on the sink with your feet in the sink writing this novel then you need to read this book this book is amazing um, it deals with depression in the family, um, it deals with growing older, it deals with first love, it deals with awakening of sexuality. Everything that you could want in a book is in his book and I love it, so go for it. Yeah, I'm giving away, so take them. <laughs> and she's breathing, Yeah, but she looks as though she's finished. I think we're okay to move on to the final book of the World Book Night um, giveaway. And this is a this is a controversial choice within Leeds Book Club and the Travelling Suitcase That's Library, um, because it is Marcus Zuzak. I hope I've said that right. Um, the Book Thief, and we th when back 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 in the old days, back in the day when the book club was three very good friends who remain very good friends who meet up and discussed books and decided to form a book club because we wanted a slightly more formal way of doing that <laughs> because that's the sort of people that we are um, yeah seeing each other every week was just getting tiresome so we decided on a monthly format um, The Book Thief was one of our books two members The Silent Partner and myself we absolutely loved it now I know that you were not impacted I, in this I book in the same no way I have no soul Okay, look, I said I that one like time. One time. You have a soul. It's just clearly cold and dead inside. So but you have a soul. I have souls. Um, but I have to say, then we read um, The Owl Killers, and then it was the two of them versus me. So oh. this is how the book club works. Yeah. But um, I think st w the things that we both agreed on about this book was we, we both really enjoyed the structure of it. You were less impressed by death as a device as an author, but you loved the book within the book and you loved yes, the way yes, in which that was formed, the um, cartoons yeah. and, and that kind of thing. This is, a, this is one of those books that everything about it should make you go, no thanks, I've seen it on television. It's a book written about a kid who is hidden during the Holocaust, whose family does not survive, but who themselves becomes a member of a new society one that you know is conscious of its past and wants to ensure that that will never happen again um, it's a book about a family who are both born into and and adopted in um, how they survive a time of great trial it's a story of survival of love of so many things in so many different times and it's a very rare book in that it has been released in two versions um, one for teenagers and one for adults because it is one of those rare now personally I actually don't think it's as rare as people think I think The Hunger Games mm. Michelle Paver's Chronicles of Ancient Darkness yes. okay. these are all books that um, were Northern written Lights. for Northern Lights these are books that were written for a teenage audience that offer so much to adults and I think that you'd agree even though this is, doesn't necessarily float your boat that this no, is no, no. one of those rare transcendent novels I, I, as again as I say in with the library I work at it doesn't stay on the shelves everyone the students love it the teachers love it the only person in the world who doesn't love this book apart from my mate is me so you know and you, you like a lot of this book. I mean, you did. Like I have a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful taste in books. Just read this book. She doesn't. She's kind <laughs> right. of spectacular. Anyway, that is all the books. That they are all the books. Uh, on. Now, let me get this straight. 
So you, you're having an event yes. with the Travelling Suitcase Library, yes. which is like 200 plus books of, of varying yes. Yes. Um, genres. Yes. And you and your books will be heading down to Arcadia Bar on the 23rd of April, which yes. is Monday night at 7pm. And you will just be giving away books, World yes. Book Club yeah. night books, yeah. books to swap. And on top of that, you're providing a buffet. Yes. Have I have I got everything yes. there? Yes. Yeah. That's and what I, you're I, I doing believe, on Monday night. you're doing on Monday night on the 23rd at... 7pm is having a similar thing but instead of a buffet you'll be having cake lots lots of lots of, of cake, cake. Um, so you'll actually be giving away spoilers here I've just found out that the chefs at the pub are also baking for world book night the buffet will not just be cheese and pineapple on sticks it will also <laughs> include tuna and cheese sandwiches. And I would just like to say for the record that Yelp Leads will also be down giving out bookmarks. So technically our event is books, booze, bookmarks and buns. I've got massive tips. So my <laughs> event is going to be books, booze, buffet and boobs. She does. Hashtag that shit. She, she, yeah, so if you're if you're looking to hashtag either of the events or you're planning on finding out more information, please head to either travelling suitcase library dot blogs blog blog or Or you can just tweet us I'm Book Elf Leads, I am private, but if you at me I'll find you. Yeah. Um, and I'm at Leeds Book Club and if you're planning on using any of the hashtags we are using WBN or World Book Night yep. or Arcadia World Book Night or White Swan World well, well W Swan World Book Night yep. um, and to be honest I think the wine is running out yes, we, should so we should probably stop, stop this stop now okay. right. thank you very much happy for world, listening happy World, happy book, world night. book Night and uh, hope to see you at either Arcadia or White Swan um, or you know if, you, if you're doing something else in the Leeds area yeah. drop us a line we would love to hear from you or if you're risking from the world around the world good luck and good reading yes and if World Book Night isn't happening in your country that does not mean that you can't organise a, a, a World Book Night swap with it's your fine. friends well, email World Book Night sort this out this needs to be around the world event every single country everywhere you go because we love books yay bye bye